Welcome to NinjaCast, a photography podcast powered by Studio Ninja, the world's highest rated business management app built specifically for photographers. Listen and learn as the most successful photographers on the planet share their knowledge to help you transform every element of your photography business. Here's your host, Sally Shaw. Hi guys, welcome to NinjaCast. Today I'm joined by the lovely Amy Williams. Now Amy is brand new to the photography industry. She became a photographer 12 months ago after ditching her marketing job in central London and moving back up home to be with her family and start her very own business. Today's episode is going to be all about being honest with yourself in a situation where you're not happy and you need to make a change right through to business techniques and how you can make the first 12 months in your business a complete success. Let's get started. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. Very excited for today's episode. Thank you so much for coming and joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. So, Amy, for our listeners that may not have heard of you, don't know anything about you, can you give yourself a little introduction? Tell us about your journey and your career so far. Yeah, so, um, okay, so pre-pandemic, I was uh, I was in London, I was working marketing, um, and, you know, March 2020, we all know what happened, so I was, my mum's a nurse, so she was like, Amy, I think, you know, I live in Derby now, which is where I'm from, yeah. and she's like, you know, you need to come home, like, it's going to be bad, and I was like, okay, mum, I'll probably be back in a couple of weeks, you know, in this London marketing job, but whatever, <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, got furloughed from that job and ended up getting made redundant like October, November 2020 time. Mm-hmm. Um, but during it was during that time that I was just like, well, now I, you know, I've got some time to think about what I really want to do because I wasn't really enjoying that job. But, you know, everyone was telling me you can't leave a job without having something else lined up, which I, you know, figured was pretty sensible. Um <laughs> so yeah but you know being furloughed I was like I um you know I had some time to think about what what do I really want to do so um yeah that was kind of a good few months of just like writing notes and thinking about things and whatever um but it was sort of towards the end of 2020 that I um Sam Docker who I now freelance for he um you know put out this online wedding photography course so I just thought do you know what I might I might just do that um and it was it was him saying uh that he started in his mid-20s and you know he didn't have any formal training in photography and I was like oh I was like well that ticks a couple of boxes like that sounds familiar so I was like yeah maybe you know it might turn into something you never know so I was just like do you know what I'll just do it so I I was doing his course um, and at the same time I um, I started working for this cafe and I was doing social media for them so because I was doing the course and I had you know a little old DSLR um, I was like well maybe I can use the you know use it and you know I thought you know I can use my camera a bit more and learn about it a bit more and you know get out of auto mode and things like that (laughs) so it was kind of a combination but because of the course I was thinking well you know I could explore family photography maybe I could do weddings and things like that Mm -hmm. so it just kind of went from there really and then I did 
a styled shoot, which I had to pull a sticky for. Um, <laughs> I, <love that. laughs> I don't normally condone it, <laughs> but I had to pull a sticky to go on this shoot because I was like, well, this is an amazing opportunity. Who knows who I might meet? And it turns out I met some really great people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, really enjoyed it. Met some amazing people, some amazing wedding suppliers that day. Um, and yeah, I just kind of came back and I reflected and I was like, you know, I really don't enjoy this job that I'm doing. Um, and I could be doing so much more. And it was kind of my options were, you know, pull more sickies at this job or turn down more opportunities. So that's when I just kind of decided to, to quit and go for it. Um, and I did a lot of second shooting that summer. So this is, uh, you know, summer just gone. Yeah, I did a lot of second shooting that summer did a lot more family photography as well um, and the rest is history as they say <laughs> what a whirlwind two years for you. I know come from marketing job in London to being back up in Derby running your own business yeah. and I guess kind of learning on your feet really right like you know mm-hmm. I mean Sam Docker was my wedding photographer so I know Sam really ah. that. Um, and he's um, one of the studio ninja ambassadors as well yeah so love Sam and his courses are absolutely amazing for people that you know well for anybody but especially for people coming into the industry that think where do I begin what do I do how does this all work yeah Um, yeah absolutely I can imagine that gave you a real solid stepping stone yeah and it was just refreshing to know that oh you actually can do this without having formal training and formal qualifications and things like you can just go and do something like I've never heard of that before (laughs) yeah definitely I mean it's quite refreshing really to hear that you know you've you didn't necessarily know that wedding photography or photography in general was what you wanted to do when you stepped away from that marketing job so that's you know for a lot of people listening to this they might think oh yeah photography but you know where do I begin yeah you're kind of the proof in the pudding that you can just step into it and make it work yeah exactly yeah it's um yeah really really funny to think as well and I remember it was probably like October time you know October just gone that the year prior because I always look at time hop and see what I've tweeted you know what was going on in my life like a year ago today Um, and yeah so October 2020 before I'd done the course before I'd um you know even got that cafe job Mm -hmm. I was like I'd really love I think I tweeted I'd really love to be self-employed but I've got no idea what I would do and then October 21 I was looking at that tweet of where I was you know a year ago (laughs) and I was like oh my god like I've done all these weddings this summer yeah it was amazing to see that (laughs) it's crazy what a difference a year can make isn't it like you think if we're sat here you know you think the 28th of January 2023 oh my god that's ages away but actually so much can happen in a year Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and you can just make it happen you can just you can just decide you know you don't have to have permission and yeah I think a lot of people that's often what holds a lot of people back isn't it is that you know people think um you know I can't just I Mm -hmm. couldn't possibly just yeah um and often you know that's then the the blocker if you like isn't it it's the thing that makes people stay where they are and settle yeah. what they're currently doing instead of going after something that they think could make a difference yeah yeah for sure and that was totally me you know mm, yeah definitely so what would be I mean you've lived it you've done it your past <laughs> kind of 12 months 18 months two years has been all about this change so what's your advice to someone listening that's kind of thinking you know I want to take the leap of faith but oh I don't know yeah I think it's just about um I mean for me it was just about being really honest with myself I mean I was forced into 
you know, a, a change because I was furloughed and I was forced into doing nothing and thinking, what can I do? Mm. Um, but I think before that, you know, I'd had those kind of thoughts as well that oh, I don't really know if this is what I want to do. But I was working for like a, you know, quite a big company. And, um, you know, people were saying I was getting all these like outside affirmations like, oh, you're smashing it. Like you're doing so well. Like I did fashion promotion at uni and then I was working for this big fashion brand. And I think everyone, you know, in London and, you know, had this marketing job and whatever. But, you know, in reality, it was it was I mean, not that fun. I was getting up at 5.30 to go to the gym because then I had to commute and I had to be in the office at nine o'clock and stuff. And it just was not not the life. Um, but, yeah, it was all these outside affirmations from other people saying, you know, you're doing so well and you must be loving life and things like that. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I suppose. You're receiving all those comments, but mm-hmm. actually deep down inside you think, no, I'm not enjoying it. You know, no, yeah. I'm not having a time in my life no I felt like as well that I I should be I felt bad for not enjoying myself and not thinking you know this is really good and I've done amazing I felt guilty so that's kind of why I was then also outwardly saying yeah no I'm loving it yeah I'm having a really good time (laughs) you know so (laughs) yeah yeah so it's just yeah for me just about being really really honest with yourself um and yeah again like we were just saying you know I thought I needed qualifications and I thought you needed this and that and the other but actually if it's especially for things that are creative you can just go and do it like you don't need permission you don't need you know qualifications if you want to be a doctor or a surgeon yeah you know you need a qualification but if you just want to take some you know we want to take pictures you can just do that so yeah it's a refreshing way of thinking isn't it that you mm-hmm. you know you make the decisions in your life and that's yeah. the way that we should all feel yeah I'm actually reading a really I'm nearly finished actually a good book at the moment called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert have you read it no I haven't no I would I mean I think that is an amazing book to read if you're looking at doing something creative like photography writing you know anything like that um, and you're just on that verge of like, oh, do I do it? Because yeah. um, I'm reading it now, you know, living a creative life and being a creative person. But I think I needed that book, you know, I'm maybe fine. December 2019. I probably needed that book. Um, but yeah, that's all about, you know, living creatively. So Elizabeth Gilbert wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Um, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. So yeah, most people have heard of that. But um, yeah, she wrote this book just about you know living creatively you know um following what excites you um and yeah you know you don't need permission to to do those things those things are free if you want to write something you can just take a pen and paper you don't need a laptop even um you know books you can go to the library libraries are free you know so yeah she she just comes from that kind of angle and I just loved loved it so definitely definitely so I mean I feel like I've got to pick your brains a bit here. I mean, you've, you've the past two years, it's been your life. It's been your change. You've gone from one drastic place to another. That leap of faith, I mean, we've all been there when we've come through to kind of full-time photographer in any capacity, in any kind of genre of photography. It is scary. It yeah. is scary taking that leap and going, this is me. This is me full-time. This is what I do. I'm yeah. a photographer. That's yeah. scary. So what did you put into place to kind of help with that transition in your first year of business? Yeah, I mean, I'm still technically in my first year as well. So, um, you know, it was it was scary as well when I, you know, quit that 
that job that was paying me hourly and I had my first day on my own like okay what do I do now and then the end of the day I was like I haven't earned any money today I was like that yeah that was scary um but you know it was just about not being afraid really and you know pushing through that that kind of barrier um, and just getting out there and just saying yes and being open to learning and you know planning goals and you know just setting all those things that you want to achieve like short term long term you know whether it's by the end of the week or the end of the month or the end of the year and so yeah it was that was kind of a big you know leap for me was um you know setting all those those things in place and um, obviously boring things as well insurance and whatever <laughs> but yeah I mean you kind of you do have to do those things like if you want to do this as a as a job you it, you have to you know do all those things as well and um, tax and blah 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 yeah <laughs> the dreaded tax just yeah like, you can't oh, avoid yeah. it you can't <laughs> avoid it <laughs> definitely I mean it's it's a bit of a process I think of I mean coming to the point of being a photographer it's a bit of a process of being honest with yourself isn't it you know you were saying about not settling and not you know you were kind of giving yourself affirmations and saying yes I am enjoying this job Mm -hmm. when in reality you weren't you had to Mm -hmm. kind of go through that journey of honesty yeah so and especially when everyone around you is you know bigging up what you're doing saying how amazing it is that's really difficult Mm -hmm. so what are your top tips for kind of I feel like you're maybe a bit of a pro at being true to yourself and standing <laughs> on your own two feet and saying, no, this is what I want to do. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So what are my tips for? Yeah. Just like for of, somebody else. Yeah. For being true to themselves, for yeah. taking that leap of faith when actually it will be so much safer, safer and easier to stay exactly where they were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So first of all, I would read Big Magic that's my first tip (laughs) um and yeah I think second of all um it is it is just like I said about being honest with yourself so just really trying to ignore all of everything around you and just focusing on what excites you so whether it's positive affirmations or negative ones you know whether people are saying oh you're doing really well at what you're doing right now that you're you know not enjoying or whether people are saying oh well if you want to do that maybe you should do some training or maybe you should go because even I when I am when I was furloughed and I used to like writing as well um I think I did I did do an internship actually like a virtual internship with Harper's Bazaar on the features team which was fun was fun um but I thought after that I was like right well if I want to be a writer I I mean I've got a degree so maybe I should do a master's and you know that's a lot of money to do a master's like and you know thinking about moving again and where would you go and things like that but um you know I think just ignoring all those all those thoughts that you, you the things that you need to do um that might cost you money and you should just kind of go and do do what you want like I said just follow your passion follow what excites you um and just yeah just pursue it um by any kind of means um it's that kind of head well. and heart kind of fight isn't it but yeah like you know your heart's telling you you want yeah. to do photography but your sensible head that's thinking about set income and that nine mm-hmm. to five job that we're all kind of we kind of become accustomed to it don't we you know mm-hmm. you grow up in life thinking well you go to school you go to college you go to uni then yeah you yeah nine to five. yeah um, and I think you know especially you know in the age that we that we live in now the modern world that isn't the case probably for the majority of people now mm-hmm. um 
you know, they they definitely deviate from that nine to five. And there's so many self-employed people out there now that do all sorts of things. So it's it's definitely one of those kind of do I, don't I, do I go with the head or my heart situation, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going to refer to that book again. But <laughs> no, honestly, in that book, um, she even says about, you know, not making this creative. If you want to do something creative, maybe don't kind of make it you know, put all your eggs in one basket and make it your income as well, you know, just kind of do it on the side. She said, that's what she did Um, when she was writing. She wrote like three books and published three like books, but it wasn't until Eat, Pray, Love mm. that she was like, okay, I can, you know, this is a big seller. I can quit my job now and I can be a writer full time. So there is an element of that as well, that, you know, just making it like a side hustle for a while as well. And, you know, as much as, you can if that's something that you know you're not able to do um yeah so because otherwise it kind of puts a lot of pressure on your creative you know outlook and you know your love might go for it as well because there's so much pressure being put on you know this creative passion of yours that it's actually going to make you some money so yeah so I mean newly self-employed lady loving life yeah, so much better than two years ago. Yeah, what are your favorite things about being your own boss? It's planning, you know, my own day, my own week, my own life. You know, that's that's definitely the best part for me. So, my favorite year, aside from now, was final year of uni, and I always say that, and um, because yeah, I was just doing you know what kind of what I'm doing now I was like you know being creative and you know I was doing my projects and things and (laughs) but I was treating it like a job so I still had you know a routine um but I loved that you know on a Friday I could you know maybe go to the gym a little bit later and I could do you know other life things like I could do my washing and things like that it's it's so silly isn't it it's so funny (laughs) But, you know, I could I was allowed to do that. And that worked really well for my life and my lifestyle. So, you know, final year, I was just enjoying myself so much. Um, And, you know, like there was days when like my auntie came to visit and, you know, I was like, yeah, okay. It was like a Thursday, maybe. And I was like, yeah, I can go and see Auntie Margaret. Like, that's, that's absolutely fine, because I know that I can pick up. You know, I could do maybe a bit of extra work on Wednesday and I can do extra work on Friday and I can plan my life like that. But, you know, if I was in an office job, I, I wouldn't be able to. I'd have to, you know, book annual leave and yeah. and things, you know, it's just having that freedom for me. So definitely. I love yeah. that. So what would you recommend as kind of one thing for our listeners to do as business owners to make sure that they're enjoying all those things that they want to enjoy? Yeah. So um, for me, I used to love a daily to-do list. Um, (laughs) Absolutely loved it. Um, And that worked really well for me when I was in an office job that was very predictable and my life was very predictable. Mm. But I've since switched because now there's like so many things I want to do. um, And, you know, I wasn't like ticking everything off at the end of the day and I was like I've got to put this on tomorrow and it was kind of it was stressing me out a little bit so I was like you know what I'm I've switched now and I've got a weekly to-do list Mm -hmm. so I just have what do I want to achieve all week and you know if something doesn't happen one day because you know things can come up and you know it could take me longer at the post office or like whatever things can happen so that's something that's really helped me um kind of relax a little bit um you know with this 
you know with building my own routine um and yeah I can still kind of figure out what I want to do all week make it achievable I mean most things get done on a Friday I'm not gonna lie (laughs) yeah um but yeah so that's something that's really helped me is you know just it just takes the pressure off every day a little bit and um you know sometimes loads of things get done at the start of the week but it's you know more of a looking at it as a week view rather than what have I got to do today so that's just something that's really been helpful it's kind of swings and roundabouts isn't it because I think when you become a self-employed person whether that be photographer or anybody it's one of those that you think well you know I need a to-do list every day I need to complete x y and z today and this tomorrow and this tomorrow and actually you're still kind of in that nine to five mindset aren't you you're still in that employee mindset Mm -hmm. rather than being your own boss mindset But then on the flip side of that, it could be so easy to sit and watch Netflix all day, not get up till 11 o'clock in the morning. Like, so equally, you do kind of need some routine. You need some balance. Oh, definitely. But without being too hard on yourself, that you think Mm. this time is all mine. I'm not working for anybody else anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I still try and have like a, you know, like a routine and I try and, um, you know think of this as like an employed job I suppose because that's that's how I you know enjoy myself so much at the final year of uni I was like you know I was treating it like a job I was going in Monday to Friday and that's what I do now um so yeah just having like that routine but again on the other side kind of taking the pressure off a little bit with the weekly to-do list and not saying I've got to do these things on these days and <laughs> you know being so strict about it yeah um, yeah it's, it's lifestyle balance isn't it mm-hmm. definitely so I mean you're a year into your career you're in your first year is there anything you change is there anything you do differently um I mean if I went back um I mean I start sooner for sure (laughs) yeah I would yeah I would for sure start sooner um I think that's the only thing I would change though like everything else you know I've said yes to a lot and I've you know I've been open to learning and to talking to people and just trying things as well and you know I did I did some Christmas markets this year and they didn't really work out for me but I was fine with that like I wasn't unhappy you know uh, I just took kind of take it all on as like you know this is a learning experience and I've learned that that didn't work so I'm not going to do it again yeah, um you know so that's that's probably the only things that I would I would say is yeah starting sooner but everything else I've just kind of you know taken in my stride and I've just tried to not be too emotional about it I suppose as well because I think if you know if I was an emotional person I could have (laughs) cried for days about those Christmas markets (laughs) you know and I could have dragged myself into a hole and gone oh god I'm such a failure like nothing happened and uh, you know just having that kind of switch of mindset and yeah taking it as a learning experience and and moving on and knowing what you'll do next time or what you'll not do next time um so yeah Love that. It's a bit of resilience, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. You're running your own business. Not everything's going to work out. Not every exactly. plan that you've got you just got to roll with happen. it. Yeah, definitely. So, if you could give one piece of advice to our listeners, um, something that's maybe made a big difference in your business life in the past year or your personal life in general, mm. what would that one piece of advice be? So, I mean, it's something I suppose I've you know talked about already but you know just being honest with yourself focusing on yourself focusing on you focusing on what excites you and you know just running with that 
and running with that until you know you, you can't anymore or until something happens um you know where uh, just to go off on a little bit of attention yeah, <laughs> you know do you follow francis on tiktok i think his name is it what's his surname and he's you know loves loves trains <laughs> And oh, he has the right. I don't follow him, but I've seen. I've yeah, seen him. yeah, I love him on TikTok. He's so so funny. You might think, why am I bringing? <laughs> <him up? laughs> Have you seen recently that he did the he did the Gucci for North Face campaign? Yeah. I mean, but I've just it was just like bewildering to me. I was like, how on earth has that happened? Like those yeah. two together. But what I was saying was. Um, you know, he's just gone with something that he loves. He's just pursued his passion and like, you know, look what's happened. Like, with like, loads <laughs> of stuff. He's got like millions of followers, but I think it's just very, very telling that, you know, what can happen if you just focus on you, you don't think about anybody else and, you know, you just go with it and you never know. You might have a million followers on day. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in conclusion, we all need to be like Francis. <laughs> yes, I would definitely say so, yeah. Amazing. Well, it's been such a pleasure chatting to you, Amy. Thank you so, so much. It's been oh, really so much. refreshing to kind of see someone's <laughs> journey. They're brand new to the industry and you're evidently loving life, which is so lovely to see. So welcome to the industry. Thank and we're you. mega happy to have you here. Um, but uh, yeah it's been absolutely amazing and thank you so much for taking the time out to chat with us no thank you so much for having me it's been lovely chatting to you not a problem at all I will hopefully catch you soon yes definitely thanks Amy see you later all right bye Okay guys, that's everything from me today. Thank you so much again to Amy for coming and joining us. It was an absolute pleasure to have her on the show. If you'd like to check out the show notes, you can head to www.studioninja.co forward slash episode 51. Please don't forget to rate us on the podcast platform that you're listening on. A little bit of love goes a very long way. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of NinjaCast brought to you by Studio Ninja. Beautifully designed and super easy to use, Studio Ninja will help you manage your leads, clients, shoots, invoices, contracts, workflows, and so much more. To learn more or start your 30-day free trial, go to www.studioninja.co.